This is the Nun Report. I'm Dan Nunn. This is where we talk truth, freedom, and a weirdness on a mostly daily basis. Today is Tuesday, December 20th, and the pigs are lining up at the trough. That's what they're doing back in Washington, D.C. And for the first time in history, a lame duck session of Congress that's, that's lost control of Congress. It's not maintaining power going into the next term since the Democrats lost the House. They're poised to pass a $1.7 trillion omnibus bill that's never been done. Usually when you have a new Congress coming in, they'll pass a, a short-term bill to keep spending, keep the government running until the next Congress comes in. And then the will of the people can be done because the will of the people was to change the House of Representatives. And they're going to completely slam through this reckless spending that's full, full of pork, you know, the earmarks. And I'm going to cover that extensively because we know how much it costs to, to buy a senator's vote nowadays. It's roughly six or $700 million is how much it costs to buy a vote. And Mitch McConnell has completely, th- this guy is, he needs to go. He should have never been supported in his last election. He should have he should have been out. This guy is a schmarmy traitor. He will he is such an old school rhino Republican. He, he's not even a Republican. He's a, he's a Democrat. Let's just face it. He's spineless. He's greedy. He's old money. He's weak. He's a weak man. And uh, but he's drunk on power. He's drunk on control, and he wants to become wealthier and wealthier. At any rate. Lame duck Congress, they've passed a one, or they're going to pass a $1.7 trillion bill, it looks like. They're going to have enough Republican senators to go ahead and vote with them because it takes 60 votes to get this through the Senate. And they bought off enough of them with earmarks and uh, promises that they're going to go ahead and pass it against the will of the people. I don't think anybody wants to add a trillion dollars to the debt with a $1.7 trillion spending bill and wait until you hear what's in it. How long was this bill? Well, you know, as Nancy Pelosi said about Obamacare, you've got to pass the bill to see what's in the bill. And that's exactly what they're going to do because there's the first page of it. The entire bill is 4,155 pages, which they just got at, uh, just got today. And there's an additional 2,000 something pages of explanation on what's in this. So, They need like 2,500 pages to explain what's in the 4,155 pages. So now you're approaching close to 8,000 pages that they want to vote on today. And they just got it today. There's no way they can possibly read through it. They don't know what's in this bill. And it's, it's, it's criminal. Anybody who votes for this bill is a traitor to this country. Anybody who votes for this bill needs to be voted out in the next cycle. This is going to completely diminish the capacity of the new House of Representatives controlled by Republicans to curb spending because they've for the first year because they've put all the spending now for the entire year until next September, September 30th is going to be all lined out and all the money is going to be committed. And again, this is something that's never been done before by an outgoing Congress when there's a new majority coming in in one of the one of the houses. And it's too bad. Let's, uh, 
let's hear here's here's here here it was coming up check this mark my words december Grandpa. 16th december 18th called it. today is tuesday december 20th we're going to get a 3000 page bill the text of the bill which is more than 4000 pages long that will been given to us an hour or two before. I know because this is the way it works every year. It just unveiled a few hours ago, as a matter of fact. No one will read it. No one will know what it in. But what is a guarantee is that it'll add over a trillion dollars in debt next year. We're on a new $1.7 trillion spending bill. The system is not working. We are not obeying the... Yeah, because you're supposed to pay as you go. There's a congressional rule that they're not allowed to spend money that's not paid for. But what they do in these 4,000-page bills is they put somewhere in there a little line that exempts that that legal requirement of Congress to have money to fund what they're spending. It exempts it out of these omnibus bills under the guise of keeping the government running. What does it take to keep the government running? Oh, we're going to get into that list. We're going to get into that list. Of course, it starts with a lot of money for Ukraine, right? We got to protect their border. That's the most important thing, according to Mitch McConnell. And we're going to get to that in a little while. But first, let's hear from the two Senate leaders. We'll start out with Chuck Schumer and see what he thinks about the bill. And then we'll go to old Mitchie, Melty Mitch, Schmarmy, Mother Effer. God, that guy is, that guy is, is evil, Okay. And he is a shame. He's a disgrace to the Republican Party, an absolute disgrace. Okay, Schumer. So from start to finish, from top to bottom, this omnibus is bold, generous, far-reaching, and generous. ambitious. It's not everything we would have wanted, of course. Lots of, when you're dealing in a bipartisan, bicameral way, you have to sit down and get it done, and that means each side has to concede some things but it is something that we can be very proud of, all of us. Yeah, it's certainly generous, $1.7 trillion of generous. Um, and I can't believe, we're, we have record high inflation, 40-year high inflation. We can't keep printing money. We're starving out here, jerks, okay? The American people are hurting, households are hurting. We have less paycheck at the end of the month. Real average, real earnings are down since Biden took office. Grocery prices are up 30%. And you guys are going to print more monopoly money and throw it out around the world to Jordan, to Ukraine. Meanwhile, we've got a wide open border down there that you failed to recognize as a problem. Gas prices are still higher than when, by a lot, than when Biden regime took over. And they're just out there recklessly spending money. And I can't wait to get to the list. Let's hear what Mitch McConnell first uh, had to say, the, the GOP Senate minority leader. So admittedly, I'm pretty proud of the fact that with a Democratic president, a Democratic House, and a Democratic Senate, we were able to achieve, through this omnibus spending bill, essentially all of our priorities. All of our priorities. Really, you're proud of what you did. If you're proud of what you did, you're even more of an a-hole than I thought you were. You're a sellout. 
You sold out the American people for your own pocket. You're not looking out for this country. You're looking out for yourself. I wonder how rich he gets off of the military industrial complex. Sending $46 billion over to Ukraine. I wonder if he's involved in laundering over there. I wonder if he got any money from FTX. This guy is a disgrace. He's an absolute sellout. Again, the first time in history when you have a, another party taking over the House that they're going to pass a massive omnibus bill for the entire year going against the will of the American people. The American people want the new House of Representatives to have a say in this, and now they're not going to. He's completely disenfranchised the American voter and the 10 other Republicans that are going to vote right along with him. How much does it cost to buy a senator's vote? Check this. Outgoing Senate Appropriation Committee Vice Chair Richard Shelby, Republican of Alabama, slipped $656 million worth of earmarks into the $1.7 trillion omnibus spending bill. This guy is retiring, but they bought his vote. $656 million is how much it cost. $13 million for the Abbeville Municipal Airport. $26 million for the Tuscaloosa National Airport. $100 million for the Woolsey-Fennel Bridge. $200 million for the Alabama State Port Authority. $50 million for Revolving Loan Fund and Benefit. $35 million for the Marion Military Institute. $45 million for the University of Alabama. $2.6 million for the Department of Study for Tennessee. $6.7 million for Alabama River Lakes. Army Corps of Engineers, $356 million for the Alapalakio... Ah, Man, I'm not even going to try. $7.25 million for the Black Warrior, Tom Bridge Rivers. And it goes on. But that's how much it costs to buy a senator's vote, at least a senator from Alabama who's retiring. And guess who else got a bunch of money? Liz Cheney got a bunch of money for Wyoming in this too, in the earmarks. As I said, the pigs are lining up at the trough. Pigs are lining up at the trough. I'm going to, before we get into the rest of the slop that the pigs are eating, that they're stealing actually from us, I'm going to play about a two minute clip here from Rand Paul. He's a, you know, his family and in particular him, um, they've always been physical conservatives. They are, they're about living within your limits, having a budget and not living beyond it. People cannot run their businesses the way Congress is running this country. It wouldn't last a year. I brought with me the Omdi, 4,155 pages. When was it produced? In the dead of the night, 1.30 in the morning when it was released. Now, people argue that it's conservatives' fault. It's, you don't have the Christmas spirit. Somehow you're holding up government. Well, whose job is it to produce this? The people in charge of spending. The people in charge of both of the parties. When did they know that this would be necessary? Well, it's in the law, September 30th. You got nine months, almost 10 months, to produce a plan, to have a spending plan. They weren't ready on September 30th, so they voted themselves 90 more days. They weren't ready last week either, so they voted themselves another week. And now we have it at 1.30 in the morning this morning. But what's the clamor? The clamor is to vote. Vote now. Let's get it done. Why are you standing in the way of spending? Well, the real question is this. What is more dangerous? What is more dangerous to the country? $1.1 trillion in new debt, or as Republican leadership likes to say, 
Oh, but it's a win. It's a big win. We're getting $45 billion for the military. So which is more important? Which threatens the country more? Are we at risk for being invaded by a foreign power if we don't put $45 billion into the military? Or are we more at risk by adding to a $31 trillion debt? I think the greatest risk to our national security is our debt. The process stinks. It's an abomination. It's a no-good, rotten way to run your government. $6 trillion entity, and they want 24 hours to process this, and then they want to go forward. I will be demanding two amendments. One, that this goes against the budget rules. The PAYGO rules say you can't do this. You can't have all this new spending unless it's offset. We will also be demanding that the PAYGO rules are increased. Instead of taking 60 votes to evade the rules, we're going to ask that it be a two-thirds vote to evade the rules. The American people don't want this. They're sick and tired of it. They're paying for it through the nose with inflation. Adding a trillion dollars to the deficit will simply fuel the fires that are consuming our wages and consuming our retirement plans. It's a terrible system. Someone needs to stand up. We're standing up, and we're going to say no. Somebody with some, some rational thoughts and ideas, but he'll get shot down. He'll offer his amendments to continue to, to legally follow congressional rules like they're supposed to with the pay-go. He'll offer those up, and he'll get voted down. He'll get shot down like he always does. He offers them up every year, and every year they tell, they tell Rand Paul to go away. And uh, that, that our country runs like this is just crazy. You know, the FBI is getting $11.5 billion out of this. About $500 million of that is going toward raises. So the FBI, the one who's been squashing free speech and uh, spying on U.S. citizens and trying to control social media and the flow of information, the one who rigged an election in 2020, yeah, we're going to reward them with $11.5 billion increase in their budget. And that, he said $46 billion to the military, $370 billion for the Green New Deal, for environmental BS, the, you know, the climate scam that's going on. Yeah, they get another $370 billion, much of which is going to go to fund companies, startups, to build solar panels and different things like that that will end up going out of business, just like Solyndra did. Remember Solyndra with Obama? Yeah, that was a big, that worked out just great. Hmm? $400 million for TSA. $400 million also to Border Patrol. And I'm going to cover that in a little bit, so don't go anywhere. First, let's talk about what the, what the pigs are eating. Here's, here's some of the earmarks that are in this bill. Our money, by the way. They don't care because it's not their money. It's other people's money. These people are all multimillionaires. They're not going to be affected at all. They can afford anything. They'll live lifestyles that most of us will ever even, can't even really imagine having that kind of money, living the kind of lifestyle. They're so insulated in their rich little millionaire bubble that they justify what they do because they're smarter. They know what they're doing more than we do. So what are they doing with our money? $5 billion in earmarks, by the way, total. $5 billion. This is just, this is just slush money. This is just, Senators getting what they want, you know, for their little pet projects. 
go, go, go through this list real quick. 750000 for the LGBT and gender nonconforming housing in Albany, New York. $2 million for the Great Blacks in Wax Museum, so a wax museum. $2 million for that in Baltimore. 856000 for LGBT. LGBT Center in New York, 750000 for the Trans-Latin Coalition to provide workforce development programs and supportive services for transgender and gender-conforming and an intersex TGI immigrant women in Los Angeles, $2 million for MLK Labor in Washington, an affiliate of the AFL-CIO that expelled Seattle police officers from the union ranks, by the way, 956000 for the Equity Incubator at the University Studies, Sandy, don't ask me, 791000 for equitable, anytime they want money, just put the word equity in there, equitable energy resilience in EV, electrical vehicle infrastructure. The list goes on. $1.2 for LGBTQIA plus pride centers and another $1.2 for support services for DACA recipients. Helping illegal aliens with taxpayer funds at San Diego Community College. 477000 for the Equity Institute. There's the word equity again because it's all about equity and, and the evil white man. So we must give everybody else money to make them equal because otherwise they can't ever become equal on their own. $1 million for Zora's house in Ohio, a co-working and community space for women and gender expansive people of color. Hmm. Three million for the American LGBTQ plus museum in New York City. Three point six million for the Michelle Obama Trail in Georgia. That's an important one. We had to make sure that we get the Michelle Obama Trail built out there in Georgia. I had a few other things. They're doing a seven point five million dollar uh, refurbishing and expansion of the Carter President Jimmy Carter. You know the guy who worst president in history up until Joe Biden. Yeah, he get they get seven point five million for his museum to to do that. Three point five million for the Office of Diversity and Inclusion. One point two million for LGBT Pride Center in California. We talked about Michelle Obama's trail and the Great Blacks Museum. Ninety million global internet freedom of expression. So while they're shutting down free speech on social media in America, they're going to give ninety million dollars for global internet freedom of global internet. Expression. This is sick. We're going to go back to Rand Paul, see what he has to say. We're the largest financial entity in the United States. I don't know some guy who owns or some woman who owns three gas stations in a minute mart that doesn't have a budget and doesn't have outlays and doesn't have a plan for how they're going to do the spending. They don't cobble it together and say to the board of directors, oh, here it is. You can read it after you pass it. So this is a nightmare way to run the government. Yeah, what if I went to a bank and for a business loan and and, uh, and they say, well, what, do you, what are your projections? What's your budget? Oh, don't worry. I'll, I'll give that to you after you give me the, the money for my business. You'd get laughed right out of there, right? Because businesses and families, we have to operate on a real budget. Imagine if you just told your credit card company, no, hey, don't worry about it, man. I'm going to pay you. Just give me another $100,000 in credit. Oh, okay. How are you going to pay for that? No, it doesn't matter. We'll, ch- we'll worry about that later. And that's what these people are doing. They're just printing monopoly money. You know who else gets the money? The senators. They get a $2.5 billion increase in private security so they can hire private security and be safe. They can't pay for law enforcement or border patrol. 
but they can pay for their own selves to have private security. And that's all good. But it's important to remember what's important. This is a massive boondoggle. This is something that, I mean, when you start talking this kind of money, it's really hard to comprehend. But what we really need to do is remember what's important, focus on what's important. And if we just concentrate on that, then we'll understand why we need to spend money in this manner. And to find out what's the most important thing in the United States right now, we go back to Mitch McConnell, the minority leader of the Senate. Providing assistance for the Ukrainians to defeat the Russians, that's the number one priority for the United States right now, according to most Republicans. That's sort of how we see the challenges confronting uh, the country at the moment. Is that how you see it? As Ukraine being the most important thing facing the United States right now? Apparently, that's how Republicans see it, according to Mitch McConnell. For my liberal friends right there, I'm telling you right now, that is not how Republicans see it. That's how Mitch McConnell sees it. And again, I wonder how deep his hand is in the pocket of the military-industrial complex. I bet he's made a lot of money from that over his, his illustrious lifetime career in the Senate. So I said they're giving $400 million to Border Patrol. Immigration and, and uh, customs, customs actually gets, gets more than that. I think the total amount is uh, $16.7 billion for customs and immigration. But as far as Border Patrol goes, securing the border, they get $400 million. That's it. Ukraine gets $46 billion and our own border patrol to secure our border gets $400 million. But wait, there are strings attached to that. That $400 million cannot be used for certain things. To acquire, maintain, or extend border security technology and capabilities, that's what it's for, except for technology and capabilities to improve border patrol processing. You get that? So it can't be used to secure the border, you know, or add more agents or and that sort of thing. But it can be used to improve border patrol processing. So their whole goal is to bring, they don't have any interest at all in shutting down the border. And apparently neither do Senate Republicans. That should be the number one priority in this country. It's killing people. It's destroying our country. It's an invasion that's replacing the population of this country. Millions. A couple of million just last year. 2.7 million. We've had many shows on that, so I'm not going to go back into it again. But according to Mitch McConnell, the most important thing is giving $46 billion to Ukraine. Brings a total up to about $150 billion so far. Meanwhile, our own Border Patrol, Patrol gets $400 million. Senate gets $2.5 billion. Our own Border Patrol only gets $400 million. 
The FBI gets a $500 million raise. The FBI is going to get more money and raises than our entire border patrol gets to secure the border. Because for Democrats, it's about bringing in more people and as many as possible and as quickly as possible and processing them as quickly as we can. They don't want you to think about this. Lastly, we'll show you a fentanyl bust in the Big Bend sector in West Texas. Texas DPS troopers arresting three illegal immigrants from Honduras who were carrying two pounds of fentanyl pills as they were sneaking into the desert of the United States. They were all arrested. And back out here live, Martha, you mentioned fentanyl off the top. The state of Texas says since they launched Operation Lone Star, they have seized 354 million lethal doses of fentanyl, enough to kill everybody. In the United States. If that's what they've seized, how much do you think got through? I would say at least an equal amount, probably, probably much more. Here's the none better take of the day. We have a broken system in Congress, and it's on the Republican and the Democrat side. Now, Democrats are always the cause of your problems. Republicans aren't the solution for all of them. The Democrats are always the cause. These Senate Republicans, though, the ones in leadership and the ones that have been there forever, the senator from Georgia who got 600 and something million dollars in earmarks to, that's how much his vote cost. They bought him and he's retiring. But hey, he got $600 million for Georgia. Good for him. Mitch McConnell, he says, this is the greatest thing ever. We got everything we wanted by cramming through for the first time ever an annual omnibus bill in a lame duck session of Congress when you have the opposing party taking over the other chamber. This is, this is unheard of. It's unprecedented. It's just not done. You have a bunch of pigs eating at the trough that we're paying for. It's not their money. If we were in business, it would be called, or investing, it would be OTM, other, or op, other people's money, OPM. Except in that case, you have to pay it back and you have to have a plan. You have to have a business plan. You have to have a way to pay it back. The investment has to be worthwhile if you're going to use other people's money. Not these guys, because they can just raise taxes. They can just keep raising taxes and they can just keep printing money. They can keep putting this money further in debt. We're going to pay more money for the first time ever in interest on our debt next year than principal. That is in no way sustainable. That's like a household racking up 100 grand in credit card debt at 30%. And you can never pay it off. Eventually, it leads to bankruptcy for households and for many businesses. So what's it going to do for the United States government eventually? Well, they can carry it on a lot longer because they keep printing money. But eventually it will go bankrupt. We're really, I mean, actually the United States already is bankrupt. But what's, it, what's worse is, is these massive bills. 5,000 pages. Well, 4,100. And then another 2,500 explaining the 4,100. So, so massive, so ridiculous. You have to have 2,500-page instruction manual explaining the 4,100 pages. And they've got about 12 hours to read it, and then they want to vote. They wanted to vote on it this afternoon. They might be voting on it right now, for all I know, while I'm recording. 
That's no way to run a government. You can't know what's in there. We don't. We will never know what's in there. Are you going to read 4,100 pages, let alone understand it? I'm not. I just pulled out a bunch of highlights. But you know, if that's what we can see in there really quick, with a quick scan, start pulling all this information, put it out on a show real quick, you know that there's much more in there and much worse. Business as usual needs to stop. Congress needs to stop. America needs to change the way Congress operates and hold them accountable. The way we hold them accountable is by getting rid of these commie bastards that are back there and these power-hungry, rich millionaires. Term limits for Congress is the answer. I'm going to do a show on that. I've been calling for it for a long time, and I will continue to call for it because this doesn't get fixed by people going back there for a career. It was never meant to be a career. It was never meant to be a lifetime appointment. At any rate, I hope you had a good day. Hope you're all ready for Christmas and all that good stuff. We got snow here in Washington State, Western Washington, kind of unusual. Um, if you've just been listening on the radio, Renegade Radio, check me out on rumble.com slash the Nun Report. You can see all the videos and everything I showed. I'm on all the socials at the Nun Report, except TikTok because I don't do that commie stuff. Or just go to my website, thenunreport.com. Got everything right there. One stop, one shop. You can click and link right into everything. Anyway. Thanks again for watching. And as always, until next time, may the odds be ever in your favor. Cheers. Cheers.